Hey guys, welcome back. Welcome to episode five of The Bravehearted. This week, I touch upon an incredibly painful experience that our family went through, our dog's unexpected passing. And then I also touch a little bit on astrology, oddly enough, just a bunch of rambling um, from your favorite rambler. Love you guys. Thanks for being here. Hey friends, good morning. I am actually recording this as I take a walk outside. It is dark and just after five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> um, whew. So I just kind of wanted to hop on. It's been a hot minute, about a week and a half since my last episode. And we have gone um, through a pretty major transition and one that I don't think I would have thought uh, would have been so impactful over this um, this past week or so. Our dog, his name is Samson. He had been with um, been with us longer than Malcolm has been. Um, he transitioned last week, and it has been such a huge um, I don't know shift in energy in our house as a result of this. It is eerily quiet. If you knew Sammy, you knew what a panter, barker, breather <laughs> that sweet boy was. Um, but he also really filled this role as um, a cleanser in a way. And I don't just mean by like eating dinner off the floor that the boys have thrown or whatever, um, but just from like an energetic perspective. And I don't think that I realized how much he was doing that. For years, I've always said that he, um, you know, he always showed up. Like when I was crying, that dog. Now he was um, kind of this lug of a dog. He's part pit, part retriever, we think. Um, just absolutely, I don't know, so freaking cute. Um, and really solid, like just a solid boy, solid body. But he, when I would cry, this dog would just come. And the first thing he would do is he would walk over to me and he would so gently sniff my face and give me like the littlest lick. And then just kind of like take this, take this very like big breath in and then just, right? And lay down like either on my lap or right next to my leg, like, but just touching, just touching. And it, he would just like plop me back in my body. And so not having that, I'm realizing that it was more than I would just cry than when I would just cry. When I would start to kind of feel like my stuff come up, he would be there. And I never fully recognized that until it wasn't here. I'm really sad <laughs> about that. Um, and I'm laughing just to, so I don't cry, I guess. But I've been taking these walks without him because he's not here. And um, I kind of had to force myself to do that because I missed not being outside with him. Did I say that the right way? I don't know. So 
we're all kind of readjusting and um, I don't know, what is life like after your dog passes, transitions, dies, whatever the wording is that you use when you have kids? It's been really, really difficult. Um, not so much difficult, but just a different type of challenge than what I've had to navigate before. And the day that we brought him in, I, I honestly, and it was such a shock because I thought we were going in for Lyme treatment. That was just my, I guess my hope. And I brought Malcolm with me and it was, they, I mean, we were probably done with the actual vet himself within maybe 12, 15 minutes. I mean, he knew right off the bat, I even do blood work, just x-rays and his whole body was just full of crap that shouldn't be in there. Um, but we came home, we brought Samson home so that I could talk to Chris and we could be with him and not have it just be the end that way. And Malcolm is wailing with grief and just sadness. And Joey is rubbing his back and comforting him and loving him. And Abram is just like spinning in circles, running around like a, like the madman that he is. And, um, and then Chris and I, we left Malcolm home with my mom and his brothers and we brought um, Samson back. I was on Wednesday. Abram tells me the next day or yeah, it must've been the next day. He's like, where'd Sammy go? And I was like, I don't know. Brahmi, tell me where'd Sammy go? He goes, he's in my heart. So thank you mom for whatever that conversation was that, that you guys had. Um, and so Malcolm gets it. He understands. He understood, um, you know, even without that much dialogue. But for Joey, it's a little bit trickier because his primary understanding and modality is through feeling. And it can be really tough at times because he doesn't, the dialogue and the language, um, the dialogue, the back and forth dialogue isn't right now at this time um, accessible to him and there's a different kind of understanding that he has and I was feeling um, like okay this is it's calm and it's quiet and yes we're missing something but it's all kind of on the regular and as normal as it can be and we came home one afternoon and we walk in the back door and Joey just starts calling for Sammy. Sitting with so much joy. <laughs> Sammy, Sammy. And I just um, honestly kind of froze in that moment and didn't know what to do. One of the things that I will say is his ability, Joey's ability to feel does allow me to, to really understand that um, just because something is not in front of us or with us doesn't mean that it's not here. And probably one of, if not the most profound experience that I've had so far through Samson's death was we were with him and um, I was laying down on the floor with him. And if you've ever experienced this before, it's oof. Um, and I have once before with my last dog, my only other dog I've ever had. And that first time I felt that absence right away. Like he... I don't know. It was 
it was, oof, it was intense. With Samson, it was like, and this could just be me being more in tune and sensitive to the things that are actually happening around us that we don't see. He didn't leave. Like, he didn't leave. His body was, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But he just, um, there was so much, like, Samson's warmth. Like, that warmth that he would bring when he would comfort me. It was still there. And while our house feels different, there's... um. And I don't know, you guys tell me, is this true for every animal? And I just didn't realize it before. Um, But I kind of feel like he's, I don't know, like he's always going to be here. Oh, so that was our week. And that is what um, we've been navigating through. And it's such a weird thing because we just don't, um, we don't really create space for that. Like, I think as a society... The expectation is like your dog dies and people are like, oh, I'm so sorry your dog died. (laughs) And then we move on, right? It's kind of like childbirth. Like you have a baby and you get this amazing support for a number of months if you're lucky, right? And then it's like, oh, you had a baby. Congrats, right? Um, Yeah, so it's just weird. And we stumbled into a pet store this past Saturday where... um, out of the pits was having an adoption clinic. We just went in for a scrub brush for our <laughs> our goldfish summer. She needs a whole episode of her own. Um, and uh, it was just, I don't know. Like, you, you know, when you feel in your bones that it the timing is not right and the timing definitely isn't right, but we all really miss having uh, four extra legs in our house. So um, that is really where I've been and what I've been doing. And one of the things that I'm also very aware of, right, <laughs> is the, um, the quality of the cleanness or the level of um, purity in terms of how I am managing my emotions. And it took a lot of work um, because, of course, with any death, comes up all, well, for me, comes up all like old past stuff. And um, there are tears where, yes, um, triggered by this transition, but also, you know, all the old stuff can come up. If it's still there, and I've got lots of stuff still there that I am very slowly um, or very efficiently, let's just change that language right there. It doesn't have to be slow. um, Letting go of. And it was actually, it, in the past, it has taken a lot of work to even have an ounce of like feeling of balance and stability um, with my emotions. But um, I don't know, it was different this time. It was definitely different. Um, and I also, <laughs> oh my God, you know how you have those moments where you just get a snippet into how much your life makes sense. I had a, um, a dear friend gifted me with an astrology reading with this amazing, amazing man. And I'll go into it 
a little bit further in another episode because I feel like everyone should do this. Like when I say my life and what I'm doing makes perfect sense, it makes perfect sense. Like I've already been executing and it shows up in my birth chart. Is that what it's called? A needle chart? I don't know. But anyway, one of the things just in terms of emotions that I learn is that I mean, I might like totally mangle up this language, but is that my moon is in Libra or Libra is in my moon? I'm not quite sure how that works. Um, but basically from my understanding is that means like it's about balance, right? Like I can come into a relationship really beautifully. And um, if you follow human design at all, I'm also a reflector. And... <laughs> um, and from what he was saying, like, that's what I see as like my Libra and my moon or my moon and Libra or whatever is just creating that balance and being able to step into relationship with people where they are, um, which is sometimes a detriment um, for, you know, because if I could, I would just, maybe it's not a detriment. I would say that kind of where... I get misguided with that is that I can at times go into a little bit of codependency with people in supporting them with where they are, even though it is not like, it's not truly a support, but, um, I don't know. I think maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe you don't. And that's okay. You can just ask me. Um, but the other thing that's in there is, um, somehow Pluto <laughs> is connected and Pluto is about birth and rebirth, death and birth, and um, extremes. <laughs> so I just love, like the moon is your emotional center, right? And I have this ability to be like extremely balanced and beautifully reflective in relationship. Um, but also at the same time, I have this um, other tendency like to really go to the extreme. And it makes perfect sense now when I look at my whole life. Um, but also I think back to when I was pregnant with Joey and exploring the extremes in the way that I did there, right? Like literally made for this. So I was able to go into all of that, like super deep grief, but also explore the total opposite end of the spectrum with all of that love and joy and like just gratitude, right? So um, I have no idea where I was going with that. I'm literally like just walking around the dark in my backyard right now, rambling. I'm rambling and I love it. It feels so good. <laughs> so <clears throat> instead of taking you on another, I don't know, what's it been? 15 minutes of <laughs> my rambling about dogs dying and my uh, birth chart and things that I don't even really know about, um, which just, uh, I'm kind of fascinated by this week. Maybe I should just let you go. <laughs> so if you made it this far, thank you so much. <laughs> I can't, I don't know. I don't think that I'm gonna do these on a schedule anymore because it really, um, I think the structure is good for me and making sure that I am like coming back and being regular in terms of just showing up is probably um, or definitely feels more um, 
in line with where I am right now in my life and having the structure change in our house, scheduling has changed. And so to be able to depend on that Sunday morning to like publish, right, to record and publish, um, isn't necessarily going to happen. So maybe, yeah, see, I'm going to ramble and I'm cool with it. Cause again, I'm walking around, stumbling around in the dark in our place, in our backyard. Um, but perhaps just getting on a published schedule instead of a record schedule, I guess is all I'm trying to say. So that's it. And, um, there's like the one car that drives by my house. Um, we live on a dirt road, so it's <laughs> pretty quiet here um, at this time of day. So that's it. Um, let's see how kind of all of this restructures. And it's really interesting because when I started, I thought that I was going to, um, I've, this is, I don't know. I, we'll see, we'll see where all this goes, but I'm just going to keep doing it. And, um, and that's it. I have something really great for my next episode um, I got this amazing kind of restructure and, um, new language around episode, was it two? It was two or three. Um, the one that's titled love is on the inside around, um, Joey's heart. And I really, I just, I can't wait to share it with you because it kind of blew me wide open and you'll, you'll understand why on the next episode. So, um, my dear, dear, dear friend, Michelle, thank you so much for sharing your interpretation with me because truly, um, it, I don't know, there have been a lot of big shifts these last couple of weeks. All right. Love you guys so much. Talk to you next time.